and welcome. You're watching We the People. I'm Rishika Barwa. Fortnight ago, Tata Consultancy Services, one of India's top IT firms, stopped the work-from-home rule, and this triggered a mass resignation from women in the organisation. This coming from an organisation that had over 35% women in the workforce and ranked as the top employer of women in 2022. According to a Deloitte study that spoke to 5000 women across 10 countries, more women have quit their jobs in the last year than in 2020-2021 combined, and the lack of flexibility around work hours was cited as the main reason. On We the People tonight, we look at the post-pandemic workspace for women and what really is the new normal. Is empowering women with flexibility the only way forward or is it indeed a luxury? for the privileged few joining me on the show today are people who have real skin in the game no talking heads no analysts no experts we have bosses and employees cutting across sectors telling us their story it is an absolute privilege to introduce devika bulchandani the global ceo of ogilvy joining us live from new york we have devakshi dhawan general manager at strategy at momentum india and also a new mom Uh, Jagjot Kaur an IT professional is with us Anshu Upal an HR professional and Shrinkala Tiwari talent acquisition she's an associate director at the Analect part of the Omnicom group we have Sachi Behel an entrepreneur she's the founder and CEO of Sara and joining us on Zoom this evening Deepika Venkatesh she works in the development sector program manager sustainability and climate action at uh, 1 million for 1 billion foundation kavita pitale a corporate trainer and arpita sood the ceo of kido india who's now working very closely in the early child care industry with a focus on working uh, mothers thank you all very much for joining us but i have to first go across to devika bolchandani the ceo of ogilvy joining us this evening thanks very much devika for being with us post pandemic you know Uh, as somebody who leads a global organization what according to you is the new normal as far as workspaces for women are concerned and is there a one size that fits all uh just before you completed your sentence i was going to say there is no one size that fits all there is no one rule that works for every organization or for every industry so i think one of the most important things is you have to figure out a what is the industry and the organization within that industry that we're working in and two then what's your employee base right if it's if we're talking about women where are they coming from are they younger are they older are they caring for children are they you know do they have parents in the home uh, so you have to look at multiple factors and the other thing i'd say rishika is that you can't even look at this as a um, as one of those things that you make a decision today and it's lasting right we are evolving our way of thinking and as a corporate you know sort of uh, the industry in large we have to keep evolving because no, nobody's ever done this before right covid just sort of forced us into looking at different ways of doing things and the continuous uh, continual evolution of it is going to be the way forward You know a report that was put together by Deloitte actually talks about this and they say that 97% women according to the study that they've conducted across 10 countries 90% women say that requesting flexible working hours could actually affect chances of promotion how do you look at these stats Um yeah look that that seems like a that seems like a little bit of an outdated uh I just maybe because i'm a woman myself and it just sort of breaks my heart to hear that 97% of women if they ask for flexibility um that affects their chances of a promotion we have got to look at 
you know, what I talk to our employees about or what I talk about is we're talking about flexibility. We're not talking about either extreme. There used to be a time during COVID that we were all working from home all the time. And actually, I would always say we're not working from home. We're living at work because our homes became the workplace, right? And then before that, we were at work all the time. And you had to be there and you had to show your face and there was um, all that pressure. We've got to figure out where we live, where we do have the flexibility, where we need to be at work when we need to be at work. Again, depending on the industry and depending on your job. Where when I have childcare needs, I can work from home or I can go home. So these things right. are not absolutes. You've said right? in- Because life doesn't live in absolutes. Right. You've- I always say life, work, everything functions best in its sort of gray areas. And that's what we're all grappling with. And I think these studies and, you know, when anytime we go to the extremes is where we get into trouble. Right. You know, you've said in a past interview that you want to change the codes of leadership at work, which were traditionally written by men and you want to lead like a woman. Does it all then boil down to leadership? Does gender and leadership therefore play the most important part? Um, I talk about leading like a woman all the time. In this particular case, I don't know. And I'm being honest about it. I don't know if it's a gender-related issue or if it's just a human-related issue. I will tell you one thing that when I think about younger, uh, the younger generation, and at least in our industry, and let's talk about younger women, if they're not at work at all, in an apprenticeship business, if they're working from home all the time, they're not going to learn. So it's important for them to be in the workplace uh, at certain points, at purposeful moments, when it makes sense for all of us to be in the workplace, to develop those relationships right. so that we can have debates and discussions and ideate. But then when not needed, when it's not purposeful, have the flexibility to be able to you know, design their lives the way they want to. When we talk about rethinking workspaces, uh, Devika Bulchandani, what does that look like for men? I mean, shouldn't it then be equal? Uh, <laughs> I think the workplace was designed by men, right? Like, if, if you really think about it, uh, I don't know, I read a really interesting article, what happened if men were menopausing, right? Would there be some sort of provisions made in the workplace uh, right. for that? You know, what happens, a woman has a period every month. If the workplace was designed truly for women's bodies, would there be a provision for that? Uh, so, yes, I mean, there should be equality, but the fact is, for men as well, but the fact is that the people who haven't had that equality are the women. I mean, I kind of there's no debate about that, right? Like, but there should be equality for everybody. So we have paternity leave now, right? Because I think fathers also need to be with their Absolutely. newborn babies. So there are things being uh, accounted for where there is equality, but the gen, you know, but the gender that's not had the equality in the workplace is women. So I think more needs to be done. I mean, that's just the fact. You know, uh, on the show tonight, we're joined by a lot of young working professionals. And I think the question that everybody has on mind for a person like you is, you've, you know, in the, uh, to, to quote the cliche, you've broken the glass ceiling, you've raised two children, uh, uh, you know, you now lead Ogilvy in New York. What, what does it take? What happens behind the scenes, uh, Devika Bulchandani? Can you, can you actually do it all? Uh, yes, you can. I just... My, my only advice to everybody is to say, stop thinking about how to 
balanced life. I think we tend to put more pressure on ourselves when we start thinking about how am I going to find that perfect balance. There is no perfection. I didn't do it through anything to do with a perfect journey. There are days I miss things for my children. There are other days I miss things at work because I was with my children. And I just took it a day at, a day at a time. And I never tried to achieve this perfect sort of harmony. That's false. And I think that's where women, where we get into trouble because there's this idealistic sort of perfection thing when we say do it all. Uh, so I think it's possible to do everything that you want to do. I don't even like this phrase of do it all because that seems like somebody else is telling me to do it all. Right. Whatever we want to achieve, whatever we want to do. I wanted to be a mother. My relationship with my husband is fantastic. We've been married for 30 years and I've had a phenomenal career. Um, but I never wanted to do it all. This is what I wanted to do. Do it right. all is the world telling us that you can or you cannot. So I always say, decide what you want to do. And it's not going to be perfect. Just know that. And right. that's okay. <laughs> One day is going to be better and the next day may not be. That's okay. Well, thank you very much uh, for your time. This has you know, been a fascinating conversation to hear it from a woman who is in a position of leadership globally and someone who's had that whole journey while raising two kids. Thanks very much, Devika, for being with us. All right, I want to open this up uh, for conversation. Like I said, we have uh, a bunch of young working women joining us across the board, uh, you know, young and, and middle-aged women and people who are sort of in it and doing it. Let me, let me begin by uh, asking you, Devakshi, you're a new mother. You're working as a strategist. Uh, have you had to make choices down the road? If flexibility were not at the table today, uh, is that a deal breaker? Would it make you quit or join a job if, you know, flexibility is on the table? Absolutely, Rashika. And it's interesting that you asked me this question at a time when I've done exactly that. Uh, in February 2023, I quit my job precisely for the reason that I didn't have the kind of flexibility I needed um, to carry on. And uh, I did that at a point of time when I didn't have another opportunity in hand. Um, fortunately, the organization I work with, Momentum India, they reached out and they sort of, you know, said that we would like you to come on board. We don't think that you need to be in the office throughout, like from a nine to five, but you need to come in and you need to bring your experience to us. And while it was a sector which was completely new, I've worked in the healthcare space most of my career, and this was completely new, but the leadership, and mind you, I'd like to chime in the point about gender playing a role here. The top management in this company is all males. And, um, you know, there are many times in life you'll find women in top leadership that who would say that, okay, I came back to work one week after deliver delivering a child. Why can't you? Um, that also happens. Right. And, and we all do need to look out for each other. But here were some incredible men who said, come on board, learn the ways of the land, and, and we'll figure it out as we go. So we need more people like that. And we need more organizations and leaderships to understand that it can be done. It's not, and it's not about pre-COVID or post-COVID. Right. This is something that we need to look into at an overall level. Uh, you know, Shrinkla, if I can bring you into the conversation, because you work in talent acquisition with a focus on tech, right? And that's really interesting. Is flexibility even possible? Uh, to answer your question, it is possible depending upon an individual, I would mm -hmm. say. You know, from an employer side, they can give you a lo lot of you know, possibility to do yoga at work. But I've seen, you know, we 
creating a lot of ventures and uh, you know platform where people should uh, be there and do yoga but but people don't attend they choose to do something else and these mm. are pre-planned meetings that we are talking about mm. so flexibility i would say is an individual's choice plus obviously from an from an employer side we need to also think about uh, you know what are the things that an employee needed to be you know for an example we we've, we've spoken about um, uh, functional and non-functional roles for an example you know right. there are people who have to be in wo at work you know um, and and these people are functional people they need to so show their face yes. to, to brand uh, to to build their value right. face value absolutely versus people uh, you know at the back end who are tech people like it folks they can actually work five days a work Right. Five days a week from. I think which home. is what which is what the point that Devika made as well, right? That there yeah. is no one size that fits all. There is yeah. no universal rule. Uh, but you know, at the same time, I mean, if you look at the TCS story, which is which is why we're all talking mm -hmm. about this mm -hmm. today. Um, and Anshu, if you want to come in here because you're an HR professional with an IT company, sure. uh, you know, how how do you look at this entire story? I mean, just cancelling a work from home rule because as a rule it doesn't exist in a company anymore because we're post COVID and you know all of the reasons that made us stay at home are. No longer valid. How, how do you look at that? Do you think it's a bit extreme? Um, I see that as an organization uh, own perspective on taking a stand because sure. uh, I think they also need to make sure that there is a perfect balance between care and the business outcomes that they're after. Hmm. So I will say that as long as individuals and uh, you know people involved give that uh, comfort to the organization mm. that wherever they work from, the end outcome will not be impacted. Mm. They'll still be productive. They'll still give the performance that's needed. And I will say there is, like Devika said, um, we should not be looking for balance. We should be looking at work-life integration to be able to make sure that we are able to balance our care responsibilities, but not at the cost of business. Right. So that's, that's how I look at it. Striking a balance. Uh, Jagjot, you you work as an IT professional, right? Yeah. And it was very interesting because when we were talking earlier, you were talk, you you were talking about a pre-hybrid and a post-hybrid work yeah. scenario. How is it? How is it played out? So actually, uh, I was fortunate enough to switch to a company which is actually a firm believer of hybrid work culture, because uh, companies who are actually you know very much uh, resistant towards uh, you know having this policy have actually seen a extremely low rate of women joining back their workforce mm. because uh, the hybrid work culture is actual game changer. So uh, women till date are, uh, you know, in our society are still believed to do all the household chores whether you are working or not. So uh, if the companies, uh, you know, who have uh, shown some kind of resistance towards this culture, then women have either uh, lost uh, their, you know, interest in that company and mm. they have switched our uh, women have started working on themselves to either you know uh, start a business of their own mm. so uh, hybrid work culture uh, is actually the solution because it eventually not just helps the employees and to be very specific the female employees but it also helps the organizations because 60% of the electricity is being saved and you <laughs> will be yes. uh, you know saving a lot on the infrastructure cost so you can invest that funds on the skill development of your employees only and you can help them right. to level up 
So that's what I feel. At least in roles, I think where it's a it's a possibility. I think we've established that at the outset that it's not possible. I mean, we're sitting ironically in a news studio, and in journalism, for instance, in television, it's it's not a possibility. It's actually harder yeah. to right. implement IT to work from home. Yeah. It's easier to just come to office and and, and finish your shift here. Uh, but Sachi, would you agree with what Jagjot says? Because as an employer, yeah. as an entrepreneur, you you run an SME. You have ten twenty people working for you. Uh, is it really that easy to ensure accountability when you have given your employees the flexibility? You know, as as women, we I want to begin by saying that we're expected to raise a family as if we don't work, and we're expected to work as if we don't raise a family. True. So I think that is a cultural bias that we face across industries, whether it's a labor-intensive industry or you know a white-collar corporate structure. We face this bias across the masses and the classes. So mm. that's something that you know. Um, I want to begin with, but um, I'm unequivocally, you know, with everyone on parity and equity. There is no question that we need to have um, uh, equity and flexible structures in the workplace. But you know, as an employer, uh, Rishika, I see. I want to highlight two points over here that we need to contextualize this conversation within. Um, and there are some solutions that I see within it too. Um, one, we need to contextualize when we talk about uh, the role of of the particular the job. How is that job designed? Yeah. Does it require people to come to work every day or not? Um, in the pandemic, we were forced uh, by design to be at home. But if somebody is a lab expert or, or you know has to deal um, with biochemistry in a lab, it's not possible. Yes. <laughs> so correct. so that we have definitely to definitely not if you have children in the house. Definitely <laughs> not. So that's something we need to contextualize. Number right. one and number two, I have. Uh, from what I understand in the industry as well, I feel the health of an organization makes a difference. Mm -hmm. uh, what, what, that, what I mean by that is the financial health of, the, of an organization. Once the basics are met, you know, maternity leave, period leave, yes, those must be met. But anything beyond that, mm. uh, and when productivity comes at play, mm. uh, anything beyond that is always uh, looked at only when the health of an organization can enable right. those kind of um, I think that's, know, I think that's an important perspective that you bring to the yes. table as a woman yourself yes. and as somebody who, you know, who runs her own shop and yes. runs her own show. I think it's really important to understand where the scales tip on both sides. Uh, but, you know, let's go across to the others who are joining us on Zoom as well. And I want to begin by asking uh, you, Kavita, who's joining us from Bangalore. Kavita, if you can hear me, uh, you know, you worked as a, as a corporate trainer, but you have a very interesting story as well. You lost your job uh, during COVID and you have an ailing family yes. member at home to take care of. So in a certain sense, yes. hybrid, non-hybrid doesn't really matter as long as you get Absolutely. to keep the job. Yes, uh, firstly, I'm joining from Mumbai, not from Bangalore. Okay, from Shikha. Mumbai, my apologies. Uh, uh, yes, as you rightly said, during the COVID only, I missed my job. I mean, I, I had to, after getting promoted also in my uh, work profile, I had to leave the job because the layoffs were happening. And it was so uh, it was so difficult to think because, there are, you know, there's a lot of financial responsibilities. And I'm more than a financial responsibility, a medical responsibility for which you can't say so. I was lucky enough to get absorbed by another company. And after that, today, I'm very happy that, I'm, I'm part of JSW Group. I'm, I'm a happy employee there. Um, then I faced both the situations in this thing. So when you mm -hmm. lose a job, you know kind of tantrums that you go through. There's a lot of things that you have to take care. And you know when you get the job, my company is my organization is really a very healthy organization. We truly live by our values for better every day. The reason is that last month, Rishika, just to tell you, I suffered a brain stroke. 
and I was hospitalized. Everybody in my organization supported me emotionally, morally, saying that, Kavita, it's fine if you don't conduct trainings, right? Your health is important. So, you know, as we all the other specialists were also saying, it depends upon the organization, how you built up a culture, hmm. right? Because post-pandemic, you know, if they're expecting women to work, we need to understand the needs and responsibilities also. If they're, if they're required to come at the workforce where the presence is important, yes, that should be there. But if it is not required, probably we can also give them a little flexibility of working from home. Hmm. For a person like me, you know, I come from a domain of LA, train and groom and, you know, mentor, influence people as such. Wherein my job requires me to be there in the office. Right. right. But probably people like me who would not require to, uh, probably different domains on, uh, in verticals, sure. they would not require to get interacted with people on a regular basis. Maybe but, they can work Kavita, from it's, it's very interesting. Home. It's very interesting that you talk about what your job requires and doesn't require because like you explained, you know, during COVID when you lost your job, Flexibility yes. was not top of mind. Just getting a job post-pandemic for so many Absolutely. people has been top yep. of mind. Just remember, this is also a workforce that's today talking about flexibility. But just yesterday, we were talking about pay cuts and we were talking about job cuts. Yep. So today, in a certain right. sense, you know, when we have this conversation around flexibility, it's also a luxury. Uh, that we're actually talking about exercising choice and enabling women to sort of be able to strike Absolutely. that balance or integrate their homes with their work. I think that's, that's an interesting point of view uh, that you've shared with us. Let's go across to Deepika. Deepika, you work in the development sector and you've also migrated from finance to development. So you've seen the, you've seen the two worlds in a certain sense. You've seen a world where there was no flexibility and now you're working a job where you do have a, a hybrid work model so you can work from home and work from office. Right. Absolutely. Uh, first of all, thank you uh, for inviting me, Rishika. And yes, my previous organization involved, uh, you know, the, the sector involved handling sensitive financial data, client interactions, and also regulatory compliance, which kind of needed me to spend um, time at office. Sure. But whereas on the other hand, development sector uh, um, also requires collaboration with various stakeholders project management, uh, uh, you know, is included. And also there are a lot of field visits, mm -hmm. right? But though in, in conclusion, both finance and development sectors do require some level of face-to-face -face interactions, sure. although the extent may vary. Mm -hmm. right? The ratio of the, uh, you know, work from home or the flexibility that we are talking about may vary. But finding the right mix of virtual and physical presence being a human uh, without right. like having to compromise the work is mm. very uh, important to me and also like uh, rightly pointed out by Devika right it's what I want so mm. dismantling the traditional co constraints mm. right the key is to adopt to the evolving work landscape mm. and at the end of the day we need to embrace a, a hybrid work model mm. that kind of combines the best for both the worlds without compromising the work as such. Sure. I think it's interesting because a lot of people actually, you know, lean towards a very informed opinion of what hybrid uh, is and isn't in a certain sense. And like, you know, like we've been talking, there isn't a one size that fits all. But, you know, I want to, I think we've managed to reestablish that line with Arpita. Uh, I want to go to Arpita because she actually has a very realistic and a very nuanced take on working from home and raising your kids. While it's all, it all sounds very good, Arpita, uh, you know, the reality can also be very challenging, juggling, raising your children while you're also working and all of that in the same space. Absolutely. Absolutely. And when I started off, uh, you know, and I had young kids, 
uh, I was very fortunate. I was in a company I, in the analytics, data science, and AI space. And, uh, you know, again, you know, male leadership, but very, very focused on making sure that uh, the people in the company had the flexibility, especially the women. They were very right. keen to have, like, like, the right level of diversity. Um, and so, you know, I, I was very appreciative of the flexibility, very thankful, and hmm. I took full advantage of it. Hmm. Having said that, you know, when you are at home, you know, just like, uh, like they said before, you are expected to raise your family as if you don't have a child. <laughs> I yes. love that sentence because that is exactly, you know, as if you don't have, you don't have to work. And then you're supposed to work as if you don't have a child. So <laughs> while all the flexibility was given, you know, tech problems happen. Or, yes. uh, you know, you're working and then your child wants something. What are you going to do? Are you going to lock them into your room? You know, so it is it is a distraction. And, you know, work does, to some extent, uh, uh, women, when they are taking care of uh, kids at home as yes. well as working, there is a distraction. You can't put your 100% in at all times. Hmm. Now, what I used to do and what most women do is they sort of work out their hours. They end up working more at one end or they sure. work earlier in the morning and so on. And they have to manage the entire, you know, balance it sure. all out. Sure, yes. Right? And that works. And I was very thankful for it, I've got to say. Having said that, now I'm in an industry where we are focused on making sure that, you know, if a woman has a child at home, and that is the choice that they are faced with. See, what do I do with the child? Should I go to work or should I, would I rather work at home? Hmm. Given that, you know, women who work at home end up end up being distracted to some yes. extent and having yes. to give more than 100%. Sure. Right? In that case, but can you know, we change yes. the environment? Yes, I think it's it's important, you know, but, but at the same time, I think when it comes to daycare or still, you know, handing your... Uh, or putting your child in daycare, I think it's it's a, it's a very new concept in India. Okay. I think a lot of yeah. people are still on the fence about it. Uh, uh, we're right. also blessed right. to have families where, which step in, which is unlike the way it works in the West. I think it's been, uh, you know, a lot of different different points of view and a lot of different opinions. And I really want to thank all of you for coming on We The People, putting forth your stories, your points of view and your work experiences because it's an, it's an evolving conversation, one that we will continue to have. There's been this, you know, mass resignation because of a cancellation of a work from home policy. Has that really forced us to think about a new normal? I think it has. What it's going to be is going to mean different things for different people working across different fields. It's been a fascinating conversation on We The People tonight. Thank you so much for listening in.